Yo, yo, this is Clayton Jordan, Chaos Therapy, obviously. Um, so I figured it out. I have done the delving into as much as fucking possible. And I think I cracked the code. It sucks. The it's but I need to fucking say this. So all the bullshit that guys complain about with girls quote unquote standards being too high, such and such, whatever. It's our fault. And I've had this conversation with Mike and had and said it it's our fault starting out, but like it really is. And I know this because I try to speak for the everyman. You know, not the Uber mentions, the non-Uber mentions, whatever German is for regular guy. And it is when it comes to the dating landscape, it's fucked, but it's not. But it's but here's why it's fucked. And it can be fixed. It's 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 unfuckable. What happens is if you're a girl, be it no matter whatever how pretty you are, it's arbitrary. But if you're a girl and you have a social media and you're active on it and you post pictures, there's pri- and you don't have it on fucking private, there are probably a shit ton of dudes who are in your inbox a lot on the regular. Good amount, too. Those dudes are in your inbox telling you how pretty you are, how nice you are. They're just fucking gassing you up. And I'm not hating on this, but it is what it is. Gassing you up. And this is happening all the time. You, after a while, are going to feel like any guy that isn't offering you the things that these guys are offering you would be considered settling. Because here's what's happened. I'm guessing these guys are so, oh, I'd love to take you out. I'd love to wine and dine you. This, this stuff, smell your feet, buy your panties, whichever. The most humiliating, you know, demeaning things that they could fucking possibly cook up. That's what they're doing. You know, that's what they're making happen. And so, excuse me, excuse me with that, this is happening enough to where your perspective is skewed to almost loss. And it's like, why would I? being of sound mind and body, ever date a man who isn't offering to take me on a fucking boat. If all these other dudes are offering to take me on a boat and all I have to do is just be pretty near them, like it's, we're race, guys are racing to, to the, to, to negotiate badly. So it's like, 
you have one guy saying, oh, I'll take you, I'll take you shopping on a thousand dollar shopping spree. I mean, you only just have to have sex with me. And you have another guy, well, I'll take you $2,000 shopping spree and you only have to have sex with me. And another guy goes, well, I'll take you on a $5,000 shopping spree and you just have to give me a hand job. Like it gets less and less and less, but these dudes are offering more and more and more. As a as any person, like you're you're literally a five star recruit at this point. As any girl, like why would you accept the dude? Just say, hey, we can go on a date and it'll go. We'll go fifty fifty. Or yeah, like I'm going to need you to not be mean, or I'm need you to be reciprocal, or be appreciative, or be, you know to totally not be a dick towards me bro as a girl like you're gonna just think like why like why would i get with a dude who's who's gonna make me go half on the rent when all these other guys though yeah they may not be as attractive as the other guys as a guy make me go 50 50 but i have to do less i'm not gonna knock someone for wanting to get less or doing more You understand what I'm saying? Like, I totally, and I mean absolutely, get why any woman would be like, nah, I'm not, that doesn't job with me. Like, he wants me to do what? And I don't have, and I don't want to do that. No, I'm good. So yeah, man, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I, the more thing was like, I'm not tripping on girls who 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 live like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I? Like, it's... Dude, they've cracked up. Uh, it... Yeah. Can't get mad at that. Can't get upset about that. It's backwards. It is, man, and I've, I've, cause I'm, I'm trying to think of like, bro, how can we help men? And I think what you have to do as a man in the dating landscape is to tell niggas, hey, fam, these are the rules. If you don't want to play by them, that's cool. That's straight. No one's going to knock you for it. But you need to know that these are the rules. These are the rules. And no one is going to, unless you're so hot that...
unless you're so hot that she can't fucking help herself, you're going to kind of be stuck in this situation. And you may not like it, and I may not like it, and, you know, it is what it is. But it is what it is. And you kind of find a way to kind of move about it. That's how I feel. I think we 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 do men a huge disservice when we refuse to tell them the fucking dating landscape. Like my brother in Christ, it is rough out there. And we made it rough. It's not anybody else's fucking fault. It's, it's men's fault. Men can try to spin it in all these other ways and, you know, make it seem like it isn't. It is. It's super our fault. It's super our fault. And it's always been like this. It's always been to acquire resources. It's always been that. And again, like I said, like this is, you know, I'm I'm just having a stream of consciousness. Like it's I'm not mad at women for taking advantage of this. I would too. I fucking would. You bet your sweet ass I would. You mean I get to do whatever the fuck I want without any fucking from, and I have any dude without any fucking repercussions? I'll take that. I have dudes just offer me to take me to fucking Dubai or take me on all of these fucking trips and all I have to do is just fucking show up? I'll take that. That's a great fucking deal. And ladies, anyone who's telling you it isn't is a fucking liar. It is a, they are a fucking liar. And so, yeah, man, just want to do this quick one. I'm going to come back and edit, but I definitely need to just get this one. I had to get this one, you know, taken care of. I had to, have to say this shit. But y'all be easy. I'll be back. All right. So I'm driving home from Denison University. This is Liberal Arts College, small school in Granville, which is like super east of Columbus, Wigan County. My cousin's... Um, yeah, never mind. So, driving there, saw a basketball game. I enjoyed myself. Came down to the wire. Uh, go Big Red. Literally last second shot. 
Um, and it had me thinking, man, like, I like competition. Like, a lot. Like, I like competition because I come from a sport. I think I've talked about this a lot. I come from a very athletic family. I come from a competitive family. And competition was everything. Like, that is, if there's anything toxic about my masculinity, is that I really like competition. I really like beating another person. Not like fighting and shit like that. I mean, I'm cool with that too, but just like, I like sport. I like having a rival. I like having that thing that pushes me to play better, to 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 fuel myself. Like, that's why I loved rivalries. Like, you want to beat these people. And I love dominating. Close games, blowouts, I'm A. Because all that's going to do, I'm in the same mindset, is that I'm going to get this shit done. And I don't mind taking the last shot. I don't mind having the ball, or even not even taking the last shot, having the ball in my hand to make the decision. Whether I'm getting an assist or taking a shot myself, I want to be a part of that decision making. And so with that, it's, I grown up in that family, like it's, it's like that with everybody in my family of a certain generation, like the millennials and everything else, like, just like, you don't, because you know what it was though? I come from a very shit talking family. Like, oh my nigga, they will let you hear it if they beat you. No matter what it is, they will let you fucking know I beat you, you suck, and you're going to get mad. You got two chance choices. Get better or just quit, quit. And that's just never been in us. And I was talking to my uncle. I was like, I like away games way more than I like home games. Like just the the, the concept of a home game. I, I, I like away games better. Because I like going into your place, making you look foolish, and then going home. Winning at your place feels a lot better to me than you winning, than me winning at mine. I'm supposed to win at mine. Like, I, I love it. I would do all away games if I could. Because my mindset doesn't change. What I'm trying to accomplish doesn't change. Like, especially when it comes to basketball. Basketball is my second favorite sport to play because it's very similar to soccer in a way to where there's a lot of individual battles. And you can mark somebody out of the fucking game. I like going, who's their best? And save their basketball. I like playing defense. Because I know I'm a score. I know I'm going to get to the basket. I may not have the greatest moves, but I know I'm smart enough to be able to get whatever the fuck I want to get. But with defense, if I can lock you up to where you're either out of it or you got to pass it every time, oh, that feels so much better. Getting 10 points and fucking 10 assists and you get two points or three. Oh, feels so much better than me dropping 40 on you and you getting 38 on me. I will feel like a bitch. <coughs> I will feel like a legit bitch if 
you scored nearly as much as many points as I did. If you got in the double figures, like I want him, I want him. Now, everybody else, y'all do what the fuck y'all want to do. I want him. I don't want nobody else on him unless he's fucking demolishing me. Because if you're getting cooked and then they switch you off, that that be like, nope, this is not happening again. Like I love competition. And it's really fueled me in a lot of endeavors, dude. And I think that was one of my biggest things. With skateboarding, I think I was better skating with other people because of my competitive nature. I'm going to try more shit. I'm going to push myself. And once I lost that crew of people that I could skate with, it kind of just didn't feel the same. But I love competition, dude. Oh my gosh, it fucking feels good. Super good. Like, the best. And I I think it's just like, even if I had a team that I know I could dominate with, I still like competition. That was my thing. Because I knew deep down you weren't better than me. And I was going to fucking prove it. Dead ass. You were not better than me. I'm going to fucking prove it. And we'll go about our business that day. And I like playing hard. I don't know, man. It's just that's the one thing. I think the creativity of sports, of basketball, and the creativity that that comes from being being in competition. You try new things. You try moves and everything like different. There's certain things you try that you can never pull off twice if you fucking planned it. And I think that was a, that's the greatest thing I feel for me about competition. And so it's just like growing up in that environment, dude, felt amazing. It felt fucking amazing growing up in that environment. And I hated losing. I hated losing more than I like winning. That is an absolute truth of life to me. But hold on. I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. Um, had to get gas. Bro, they done put a Popeyes in one of the ritziest areas in Columbus. Not deep into Azokila. It's by the highway, but it's still in there. They put a Popeyes in New Albany. First, they put one in fucking Pickerton. Now, first, they put one in Dublin, which is ritzy. Then they put one in fucking Pickerington. There's a Popeye's in Pickerington. And now there's a Popeye's in New Albany. Popeye's like, yeah, we need to get gentrified. We are sick of being in the fucking hood. Because there's one in one off of 161 that's always fucking packed. And white folk don't like going to it. There's one on Main Street that's packed. 
that white folk don't like going to. I think that's one on Main Street, but I know there's one off of Hamilton. I think it's Hamilton and Main, but I know, I know there's one in Hamilton by Eastland Mall that white folk don't like going to. I can tell you where the Popeyes is out west, but it's like, yo, there's one off of Bryce Road off East and Reynoldsburg where white folk don't like going to. I'm like, look at this. Look at it. But yeah, man, it was, it was a light competition, dude. It really like going and sitting in that gym and the pump up music and the crowd, bro. That you have to be built a certain way. And I don't think you're born that way. I think you literally have to be built and molded to where it's like, whether it's me and you or where they're playing me and you in front of nobody or five on five and there's 90,000 motherfuckers in attendance and millions watching around the world. I like that type of pressure. I do. I really fucking do. I like that pressure. I like when the coach is like, yo, like when they're being aggressively supportive. And I'm like, I need you to do this. I need you. And I think my dad was because I was like, I need you to lock this dude up. I need you to play like, bro. And it was all about effort. The spirit of competition, especially in fucking basketball. Especially in basketball and soccer. Because I remember my so going into my sophomore year, I got good at playing defense. And I should have took that at an and I should have took that going to my sophomore year playing soccer. I got really good at defense. And I should have took that as my cue to just fucking play defense a year early. Because it's like, oh, I may not be able to handle the like have the best uh ball skills in the homes. I may not be able to shoot the most accurate, but I can pass. I know I can read the game, and I know I'm not letting you get by me. I'm not letting you with all the moves and stuff. And just like, bro, no. Because what they'll try to do is when I was my freshman, I couldn't. I didn't know how to play defense in soccer. I'd only played attacker. <coughs> but I learned how to play defense in soccer. So I was like, oh, I can stop anybody. And going into my sophomore year, playing against the seniors. Like, I was JV, but I was playing against the... We had to add a lot of seniors and good good juniors. So I was like, all right, bet. But I'm going to lock you up. And I did. I was like, oh, shit, nice. But I was playing striker. I was like, you can't get past me. And motherfuckers was getting heated. And I think the coach really appreciated the fact that I played hard and that I actually gave a shit about defense. So all throughout the summer, all throughout camp, like, bro, anytime we're playing small side of games, like, dude, I'm, you're not. And then because I had good closing speed and I could fucking read the game, as soon as they try to do a knock on, I'm getting, I'm muscling you off the fucking ball and niggas are getting mad. But it's like, bro, you don't want, you don't want to fight me. This is not what you want. They try to do a little knock on. I fucking body them. We go to the ground. They get all huff and puffy. What? What are you, what are you going to do? What? What are you, what is your plan? What is your plan, dude? To swing on me? Come on, man. You don't want that. You gonna try to you gonna try to do me dirty? You can't. You got the ball. And I, I don't know, man. Just I love the competition. I love stopping people. So I can understand Pat Bev, but like Pat Bev can't fucking score. 
But it's like, bro, I, yeah, I just love it. And talking with my cousin and stuff, it's just like, you're talking about, like, the players on the team. It's crazy. Because we, we grew up the same. We grew up around the same, in the same culture. He's not super rah-rah, I am. I like the emotional aspect of playing a sport. Uh, you know, I, I yeah, very emotional family. Very, like, I love the emotional aspect of winning. And not just me winning, but knowing you lost. A lot of schadenfreude for me when it comes to sports. A lot. Like, the joy that I feel... It's so good. You know? And yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun time. Because even as a kid, man. Because like, people just talk trash. Trash talking was our way of life. Talking shit. We're going to talk about you, your mama. I'm going to take your girlfriend. Like that just exudes. I'm pumping myself up, but also getting in your head. Like, dog, you play like a bitch. Like, you play like a bitch. Like, you're going, oh, bro, you're not getting, you're not scoring. You're not scoring anymore. Now, you better back that shit the fuck up. But that's what fuels me more to back it up, knowing that I have so much riding on it. And then one of the things that I'm glad that my dad kind of beat into, not, he didn't physically beat it into me, but like, virtually beat into me was being ambidextrous I feel just as comfortable shooting with my left foot trapping with my left foot passing with my left foot crossing with my left foot dribbling with my left foot dribbling with my left hand going to the hook uh, laying up with my left hand as I do with my right Because my dad, he told us, like, hey, you go to, if you're going up with your left hand, if you're going to the left and you're only using your right hand, you're going to get your shit tossed. And you go up there and someone fucking hawks your shit into the fucking third row. The ball end up in another fucking atmosphere. You get tired of that shit. But then when other people can't go left, bro, it's the greatest thing. Now, I don't know if I told this story before, but back in like 2012, I was training to play pro soccer. Literally, every I'd get off of work, go to the gym, or I'd go play soccer every, almost every fucking day. There's two times in my life where I just played soccer all the fucking time. Actually, three. 2009, 2007, and 2012. But 2012, I was really going for it. Going to the gym, practicing all the time. So me and my dude, Abdi, shouts to him. I haven't seen him since, bro. Him and I would play. And we play against it. The gym we went to had like an indoor field or whatever. And so we just practiced and shit. But he couldn't go left. A lot of dudes can't use their left foot. But they're so good at dribbling with their right foot, no one ever checks them with it. But what happened was, he, I would always try to make him go left because the same thing goes in soccer. And But he would do this heel chop to where he'd bring it back to the right. Now, again... I was just as quick with him within like five yards, 
five, ten yards. So he was faster, but not so much faster that I, I it was impossible to beat him. <coughs> and I remember because he would, I would try to make him go left, and he would cook me for like months. He'd go left and bring it back with his. He'd go left and bring bring it back with his left foot, and then shoot it with his right. But what ended up happening one day, we're doing one v one. I just gave him the right. <clears throat> he had nothing he could do because he's not going to go past me because we're playing against small goals. He's not going to go past me. Like, oh, shit. And all, anytime he tried to do a knock on, I wouldn't instinctually just put a body between him and just keep him off the ball. Because his move was they would make him go. They would give him the left and then he'd cut back right. But once I stopped, once I just gave him the right, he couldn't cut back left. He was fucking useless with his left foot. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, you're done. And that's kind of what it was. I was like, oh, man, it was fucking light ball. Fucking the whole training session. I'm just taking the ball from him. Get some moves on him, too. Just like, bro, oh, shit, nigga, you're done, done. Done Donezo. It was it was cool, man. But I said I just love competition. Good, clean, old fashioned competition. When there's personal stakes involved too, betting money don't mean shit to me. I want to take your pride. I'm trying to I'm trying to be in your head. Every time we play, I want you looking for me. I don't give a fuck. I want you I want you thinking about me the entire lead up to the fucking game during the game. And it was like that when I played indoor. I love it. Fucking great. <clears throat> so yeah, man, it's just that's one thing that I want my kids to have is that competitive nature, that competitive edge. I don't want you, like, none of these niggas is your friend when we step between the lines. My daughter, Riley, God bless her heart, she's so nice. She's so sweet. And I don't think Q has it in him. But, it, again, I was in special circumstances because I don't know if I talked about this before, probably. But, like, there's a lot of us in the fucking 80s. Outside of my cousin Antoine, who didn't really play with us all like that, he wasn't, you know, ball sports wasn't his thing, but he was fast and track. But, like, my cousin Marcus, cousin Nate, cousin DJ, cousin Reggie, cousin Cedric, like, my cousin Kentrell, my cousin Kyrell, um, his cousin Cortez, my cousin Ride, Keetrit, Tori, my cousin Dwayne, all of us. My cousin Q, my cousin Will, my cousin Jeff, all of us were just in all, and this is even not even including neighborhood friends. All of us were pushed and molded into being competitive, into competing with each other. That's all we did. We were all pushed into that. And you wanted bragging rights. You wanted bragging rights all the time. And that's hard. You can't really fake that. You can't really manufacture everybody being born within fucking 
four to five years of each other. Or six, yeah, six years of each other. Because the biggest gap was me and Marcus. And I'm 12 years old playing my 18-year-old cousin. Or I'm 11 years old playing my 17-year-old cousin. Like, it's... No, nah, man, like, yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to beat Marcus. And then once I got old enough, I'm like, 15, 16, I, I can hang with this nigga. Oh, shit. I can hang with this nigga. Because he doesn't really play basketball like that. Bet. Good to fucking know. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm finna hand this nigga his ass. I remember the first time I did beat my cousin Marcus in basketball. Felt great. Felt like a culmination of years of getting this shit fucking done. But that's not how it was. It was like, I remember when I beat my cousin Nate in basketball. I remember I beat DJ. Reggie's like, yo, for a long time, the only nigga that I couldn't beat was Cortez. Because Cortez was a hooper. Tez would give it to you any way you wanted it. He was a hooper. <laughs> Basketball is his shit. He could get to the rack. He could shoot. Tez is nasty. But everybody else, bro, cooking you. I'm coming after you. You're not going to outbody me. Like, DJ, I just was better in better shape. And he could, if I just was getting some, Reggie just wasn't good at basketball. But I was like, bro, I love the competition. I loved it. Nate wasn't as good as he, he thought sometimes. But I was the only one other than, no, Dwayne was dope. I don't think I ever beat Dwayne consistently. But Q, Dwayne, Will, it's like those are the ones that were just like, all right, you got to get it. But I'll be back. So I'm driving and I'm and I'm thinking about this. I saw this ad on YouTube and it was, it was playing Flavin' Year, but some some about the golden era hip hop. And I have a reverence for the golden era hip hop. I do. I'm a I'm a hip hop fan. I'm a rap fan. I love rap. It's my favorite f- art form. Um, yes, I love house and techno and trance and hard style and trap and dubstep. And ambient, all that shit. I love it. But for me, rap has always been something I connected with because not only do you have the mixture of beats and words, but it's something that I can do. Something I've done for as long as I can fucking remember at this point. Just, but we talk about, people talk about like, oh, well, niggas only rapping about killing and like all the positive stuff doesn't really spin, get spins and everything else. And it's like, there's, we are human beings and we are driven by our emotions and a lot of things. You have to be you have to be socialized out of being overly emotional. And someone who's overly emotional is usually seen as a liability or to make fun of because all right, you can show emotion but there's a specific amount like there's only amount of time you can do that shit because then you can't function because you're in your fucking feelings. And that's just being in a society Can't just I'm mad and kill this nigga. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, you made me mad, so I killed him. That's not what we do here. You can't have a society where it's driven basically on emotion. Like, cause then we'd be, we'd be animals. Cause if a snake is scared, he'll kill you. If a lion's scared, if he if he's hungry, he'll kill you. If you're stopping, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, animals will kill out of emotion, but they also don't live in a society. Like that society is based on emotion and if the person who's strongest has it or wants to win the fight has a has the most emotion wants to win the fight 
they're going to fucking win it. And so I think what happens is with hip hop, rap music in particular, because the shit that they're talking about emotes emotions, like a visceral feeling, like they talk rap, sex and drugs. There's an emotion that comes with having sex. If you're having sex with someone and you have no emotion sorted, what the fuck? You're a broken person. If you're killing somebody and you have no emotions toward it, toward it, like you're not killing for revenge or to protect your family, like out of fear and emotion, like anger, something, you're a fucking psychopath. If you can just kill somebody, they like, oh, yeah, no big deal. It's Thursday. Like, oh, you're a broken person. If with the selling drugs, that's just, you know, capitalism. Niggas could rap about farming, but killing and fucking slash fighting, you know, in courtship, that's all emotion. These are things that people can relate to so much. So even if you're a clean rapper, if you aren't rapping about something in a way that people can feel emotionally connected to that also deal with as far as an emotion goes, you're not going to sell as much. Just telling people that you're really cool and people like you and all this other shit, you have to bring in the I get girl. Like Rico Suave doesn't work if he's just talking about how he's a really nice guy and he and, and there's no connection to women or killing at all. Like niggas ain't rapping about fucking science tests just on the basis of a fucking science test. And that's the same thing with any like with country. Any any form of art is to, supposed to emote something out of you. And so if you're rapping about something in a way that doesn't make people feel, or if you're singing about a way that doesn't make people fucking feel about it, like, you're not, unless the music's just really fucking good, bro, you're, you're not going to get too much traction. Dear Mama is a great song because we are emotionally connected to our moms. Bring Out a Baby is a great song because we are emotionally connected to what it would be like for a child to have a child. Um, Give me the loop. Fucking drugs and like drugs and violence. Like that's something that you get a you should get a fucking rush from. So it's like. That's why that shit sell. I like the song cool like that, but cool like that. Isn't really, it's rapping about rapping. It's rapping about going throughout your day in a way that's so, they're like, so cool. Like, oh, it's a nice beat, but it needed a a nice jazzy beat, but it doesn't really emote anything from you. It's catchy and cool like that, smooth like that, chill like that, or whatever how the fuck it goes. Like, toss it up. It's a song about fucking. You know what I'm saying? Kim is a song about wanting to kill your fucking baby moms. There's an emotion. The whole song is based on emotion. Like, unless you're going to be really fucking funny. But even then, that's an emotion. You're laughing. Like, that's emoting, like, joy. So it's just like... That is why people like that is why sex and violence sells in all fucking aspects it's not just rap music it's not just country it's like r&b it's anything like violent movies sell movies about sex sell fear satins like these things you need to when you're creating art you need to tap into 
So it's just, yeah, that's probably why the golden era was what it was. And that's why rap will continue to be what it is. Niggas are never going to stop rapping about killing. Niggas are never going to stop rapping about fucking. Niggas are never going to stop rapping about getting drugs. Unless they can find a way to rap about fucking working on cars and being emotional about that. Or creating some sort of story. Like you have to, you have to create a story out of the mundane. You have to really have a really nice beat too. So I was just checking back in with this one. Bro, I'll really be thinking of random shit when I'm driving. Um, I was watching this video and this guy was talking about why women choose nice guys. I mean, why would nice guys finish last quote unquote girls like assholes? And he was like, girls aren't choosing assholes. They're choosing people that happen that may be assholes, but are providing more things of what she actually cares about. So if a girl cares about a motherfucker being 6'2", and that's one of her things, 6'2", and making 80000 plus a year, if you're not that, bro, quit trying to lean in and so, quit trying to sell her something she's not interested in. And I say this shit all the time on my fucking social media. I say, don't mean like, when girls say, I want a guy who's sweet, or I want a guy who's a nerd, or I want a guy who's an artist, that they start talking about character traits, they initially mean, yeah, I want to also be physically attracted to him. I want the type of person that I'm physically attracted to to be to also be these things that I would want in a personality and in, in their personality. And depending on the John, like she may sacrifice some shit. And as a dude, it's like if you're trying to get with this chick and you know she's in the niggas who fucking sell drugs and trap lords and all this other shit. How long? But they always treat her bad. They beat her. They, you know, pimp her out. Whatever. How long are you willing to wait to for for her to go through all of that? And if you still want to be with her, because the fact of the matter is, my nigga, you just want to fuck too. You're initially attracted to her. You want to fuck. She just happens to want to fuck due to do X Y Z that aren't you. And I'm not saying she's wrong for that. If a girl wants to date a guy and she doesn't give a shit how much... I had this conversation with... Well, I think it was Shauna. Yeah, it was wild. She's like... I was like, you would get with a dude who who just, who just has a whole bunch of money, but he beats you? She's like, yes, because that way I can still... I was like, bro, how fuck... I'm sitting there thinking, like... That's why I was like, oh, I could never date this chick. Like, nah, that's a liability. Because if everything that you need and that, that satisfies you, that makes you money, is just makes you happy is just money and she may have changed her opinion you know since then but it's just like like bro no like you can't give me a, enough money to make me give up my dignity to make me shirk my dignity like get the fuck out of here but also don't come from a background to where i was destitute for years and years and years and not knowing how to get it except by one way. You know, so just like I, I feel bad for it. And just watch like, oh bro, like she's just been through it to where like everything she did has to had to make her money. And I'm I'm very blessed that I've never been in a position to where every move I made had to make money for years. Where, you know, fucking being super broke 
in a sense of like my family was being like was super broke for years. Like, nah, I always I was never in that. So it's like, with with that said, my niggas, like, stop super chasing girls that don't fit who you are. I have this conversation when it came when it came to with my family when it came to me and black girls. I was like, what I was and what I am, they weren't they weren't messing with high level. They weren't a lot of girls. And I was like, a lot of girls thought I was cute. I've had sex with a lot of black chicks. But, like, relationship-wise, I just wasn't what they wanted. I'm not going to force it. My mom was like, or one of my says, I think you just kind of gave up on getting with black women. I was like, not really. Like, the ones that I wanted didn't want a relationship with me. There's nothing you can do about that. Like, I wasn't going to tailor myself to what they liked if it wasn't who I was. Whether it be my musical choices, be it how I dress. It's just like, dude, that's just kind of how it is. But in the inverse, I have tailored myself to white women, to the white women I've dated. And I've learned to be patient and, and accepting and kind of look, kind of be more mature about shit and, and do things to where we grow into in a, a fruitful relationship. That I, But I was never, I've never been in that situation with a black chick. Like, bro, if they don't, if they don't, but I think too, when it came to white chicks, I was already in inroads. So what they needed me to just be do is be better, not specifically be different. You know, like it wasn't specifically, I need you to be into this type of music. Or I need you to, to, to like this type of media. Like, nah, nah, homie. I just got very lucky. But, bro, I think a lot of this shit comes from this desire to just have what we want no matter what. And you can't do that shit, bro. You're going to end up in a bad situation trying to literally be something that's someone like be something for someone that they don't want. And it's so funny, like, I have conversations with my, with a bunch of dudes, I just want a woman that's just more feminine, and everything's like, oh, no, man, I've had a lot of fun with tomboys, but just, like, I get what they're saying, but also, I've never, I don't know, I guess I just got really lucky, like, the only time I've been in a combative relationship was when I was married, but just, like, anytime I felt a relationship getting combative, I just stopped fucking with her. Anytime I have to like super ask for her to be a certain way, bro, I'm just not fucking with you no more. I'm very easy to just drop the situation and move on. It's not that I don't care about them, but it's like what I want, you can't provide for me. So I'm going to go do something else. And if, and I've never been with it to the, oh, they just can't handle me. You're right. It doesn't, I don't get points for handling you, but I've also never been in a situation where girls like, oh, you just can't handle me. Like, I don't want to handle you. I don't even engage in that type of conversation with those people. 
my energy to, to how I carry myself and how I interact with people is very much, hey, man, do what you're going to do. If you need, like, more like a, a nice coach, if anything. And it's something one girl's just like, yeah, like, I just kind of want to be able to, someone to tell me what to do. Like, that's like, bro, that's not me. Like, I understand, like, me and how I act and how I carry myself and how I am towards you is going to, you'll, like, you'll see how that's enough for me. Like, hey, let's do this. Like, All right, I got control. Hey, let's do this. Because I'm fucking cerebral. A lot of these niggas who kind of try to claim, like, oh, I want a woman to be some nigga. You're not smart enough. Or you haven't shown you're smart enough to be a good enough leader. You haven't shown in your demeanor that you're good enough as a leader. A lot of you motherfuckers just aren't smart. You know, show show a woman a level of intelligence she's never been around or never experienced. Have no things that she's never known. Have a perspective that's different. Most of the time, I'm end up with a chick. It's just I have a different way of thinking about things. I have a different way of presenting an idea. I have a different way of whether it be a presenting a new idea or talking about an old idea. And you got to hold them accountable. But in a way, it's just like, hey, this is what you're going to do. All right, cool. And if they're going to do something that's destructive and they have a habit of doing that, you're allowed to not fuck with them. And then when they ask, it's like, hey, you know, we just don't click. I just don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think I'm the right guy for you. Hell, I even it's a I put it back on them like what you want and what I want are just so totally different. Or I'm just so sort of like, yeah, I plan on going back to Oregon. I really told a chick that we're just like because. The annoying thing was every time we hung out or talked, she's just like, oh, man, this person's hot. Like, oh, my gosh, this person, this guy's hot. Like, I right, cool. So we went out on like one date. And then I was there. It's just like she kept doing that thing where she's talking about the other person's hot. I was like, do you not feel secure in your own hotness? We're just like, if you think that person, like, oh, Michael B. Jordan, he's hot. I was like, bro, I get it. He is. We're just like, I don't know. There's something with you that just like you... Yeah, I don't know. So I just stopped fucking with her. That's just, that's just pointless. Like, once you start really needing the validation of other people for your ideas that are mainly, mainly just part of your insecurities, that makes sense if you think about it for a little bit. I can't. Yo, I'm out. It is what it is. And like I said, oh, hey, hey, I see her, you know, social media and everything. I'm not mad, you know, but just this is not me. Hey, if it feels like I'm like tap, like what is called um, punching in in music where you're just recording something, stopping, and then you punch in from where you left off and it kind of sound feels like that because it's not a lot of continuity. I am. Don't worry about it. Um, so it, for context, I don't mind just pearly things. I think seeing a woman speak on behalf of men is cool. Do I think that she's using recycled bars? Yeah, very, very, um, what is it? Surface level manosphere stuff. Which again, I'm not, not, hey, she, she has an audience. Hopefully girls are listening to her and everything, you know, creating functional relationships. But she said something where she's like, girls don't go out. Most guys wouldn't want their girl going out to clubs and stuff frequently with their single friends because they're like and I get it because you don't want to 
you you don't want to literally throw your girl in a situation where niggas gonna be hitting on and all that other stuff. Cause as a dude, single, like if I'm with a chick and she's gonna, I don't know. I, me personally, I don't I don't give a shit because I try to. I kind of know what to look for when I'm picking out. Like guys need to pick their lane. If you find a girl and she goes to the clubs all the time, that's what she does. If her friend goes to the clubs all the time, my brother in Christ, you do not have to fuck with her. You honestly can be like, you, you're like, no, I can't do anything serious because you like to go out to the clubs. Now, I'm not going to stop you, but I can't have my girlfriend, like, girlfriend going out to the clubs, especially if you're a dude and you're not going out to the clubs. If she, I can understand if y'all make time to hang out. And she's like, well, I'm going to go hang out, go to the club with my homegirls when it's supposed to be y'all time. And you had a hope, like, then that's different. If she, but if you're going out, you expect her to be sitting at home, Brody, I hate to tell you, that's what real wolf shit, <clears throat> that's where we get in. That is absolute mega wolf shit. Like, oh yeah, she's just at the, she's home alone while her dude's out. And he's not following, he's not being consistent with the rules that he wants for her to follow. Oh, nigga, I'm in there. She's no longer going to be your girl because you're trying to cage her. Don't try to cage Jones, bro. They got to figure out when it's time for them to come and be on some homebody shit on their own. If you're trying to cage a chick and you're not trying to be caged with her, you're going to end up breaking up. That's where you niggas got it twisted. Like, it's a relationship. So it's like, and it's funny to me that a lot of these dudes who tell like you have to be dominant you want your woman to be submissive it's like bro do you want to be in a happy loving relationship or do you just want to feel like you can dominate shit cause you really can't do motherfucking both motherfucker like do you want you both to be happy or do you want you to be happy and her be miserable and that's what happens when these niggas come like I've never and I was telling my boy this like my boy Chester Dex I was like I've never had an issue with a woman submitting to me and here's why I don't call it submitting it that's people don't want to fucking submit that means you're making them submit like I don't have a problem with a woman being feminine or, or feeling up, feeling like she can be feminine around me. You want to know why? Because I don't, I don't mess with chicks who I feel have a lot of masculine energy. And by chicks that have a lot of masculine energy, I mean butch lesbians or trans men. Every girl I've ever gotten with, even if, like every, I mean, from hookups to flings to, to relationships, it's never been this push and pull and push and pull and push and pull. In the sense of where we're combative. It's just, I'm chill. I'm super at home in the situation. I'm chill. I give good energy. I, br- I try to bring a happy energy when we go out. I still uh, exude a positive energy. But she also knows, and I guess it's because I'm six feet, six one, that she's safe. But I don't have to walk around like, oh, I'm going to protect you. And I'm just like, no, I, just, I got you. Have conversation. Let her know who you are because, and I said this in earlier part, like when you're, when you and her are on the same wavelength, shit is dope. But 
if you if you're only showing her an intelligence that she's already figured out that there's nothing new and exciting to you other than just the body that you're in bro you're going to blue like she's going to treat you just like every other nigga that's how it be bro and it sucks but it's like i'm chill and it's just I, I present a I present a good argument to why she should see things my way. But also, I'm not afraid to follow her in a situation. If I go, if I'm dating a girl who's a cheerleading coach, and she goes to cheerleading competitions, there's no reason for me to take the lead on this shit. If I'm going to a girl, we're hanging out with a girl around her job and her coworkers, and I have nothing, and I don't know anything about her job. I'm cool with her taking the lead on shit. You motherfuckers want to be leaders so much in every situation that you don't understand what leadership really fucking is, bro. Derek Jeter was not the most talented baseball player for the Yankees, but he was a captain. You know why they called him that? Because he was a leader. He took accountability. When they needed him, he performed. And that's what they need. And that's what you need. It's like, it's, it is. But also too, you have to be secure with yourself. But also pick fucking with social media. There is, unless you meet a girl at a bar or at a store or something like, and y'all fuck that night. You have time to really go through her social media, kind of see what she posts, see what she's like. And just stop trying to fuck everything that you find attractive. That's what's going to cause you the biggest fucking pain. Trust me, I've been through that shit. Stop fucking every girl that you find attractive. And just doing shit on the basis that you find her attractive. And there's a lot of things that you don't like about her. But it's it, but it is just like yeah, if your girl goes out to the club and you're not a club going out motherfucker and you don't feel comfortable going out with her with your girl to the club, then nigga that is not your, that is not a girl you should be with. What's the confusion? What is the confusion, bro? Do not be with that girl. Y'all are not good together. Don't do it. I think I'm gonna go to East. I'm gonna give me Gilead or something. But so it's just like that's kind of where I'm at with it, bro. Like I understand that there is this desire to be the man and be this fee five fo foam ass nigga in a relationship. That do you want to be happy in a relationship? Are you only happy when you're dominating somebody? That's something you need to work on, dude. If you have to have all these set rules so you're always in control and this bitch can't breathe without, if she she can't even look at another dude and y'all go out, you are a goofball. Your girl is going to get tired of that shit and she's going to fucking leave you because you're making it broke because the cage bird sings when they, I've seen this shit a million times and I've never been this type of dude because I've seen this shit a million times where you're on some fee five fo fum shit and you're bossing your girl around and she doesn't feel like she can breathe because there's quote-unquote consequences once you find once your replacement sneaks in bro it's a wrap like i don't i'd rather lose my girl because i was letting her do what she wanted to do and she ended up just showing that she wasn't loyal to me all right bet cool 
thank you for showing me. But I don't want to, if I feel like I have to have her on lockdown, no. No, you can't go out with your single friends. I'm not, bro, my game is tight. I'm dope. Like, you niggas act like you've never lost girls before. You've clearly lost girls before. That's why you're on some, it's like some super simp shit. I don't want my girl going out and all this other shit. Like, I right, bet. You're John about to get snatched, Brody. Super fucking snatched, my guy. People are people. They deserve to have their own choices, their own choices. And what you're not going to do is try to punk someone into being with you. If she doesn't want to stop partying if on her own and want to just hang out with you and you guys continue to build intimacy, then that's just not your girl, bro. It is okay to lose girls. You're never going to get every girl you want to get. And not every girl you get, you're going to want to keep. Or vice versa. Uh, it's just, I don't know, bro. Like these, I don't think none of these relationship gurus want people to be happy. They just want to dominate. I don't need you to submit to me. If my idea seems better, if I have the better idea, if I have the better uh, motivation for this idea, for the idea, then fuck with it. But if you're going to just, if I, if a chick I'm with is just kind of biting back at me, just to bite back at me, just so she doesn't feel like, like someone's trying to get over on her, bro, then I can't fuck with her. Like you have, that's what I was like, hey, I'm not the guy for you because we argue about like like really minuscule shit and it feels like you're arguing just so you feel like you can have an upper hand we don't need to have an upper hand but also too i'm never in a situation to where even with girls that i feel may have been like that bro it's just like oh, i want to do this all right cool let's do that bet what do you want to do all right cool and i'll go with it like hey this is what you want to do and then so there's not that push and pull. It's just like, all right, this is what you want. I'm not going to fucking fight you on it. I'm cool with whatever you want to do. There's very few things that I push back on. Like, if you want to go to a wine and cheese station, like, hey, I'll go, I'll drink wine, but I'm not eating cheese. There's more cheese for you. I'm not a cheese person. Like, oh, you're vegan? Cool. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to eat, you know, hamburgers and shit right in front of you. But I'm not a, I'm not a vegan. I can respect that. But if you want to go to some place that's vegan, cool. I'll find something on the menu that I like, that I can fuck with, and that can be our spot. I'm cool. I think having your own positive energy and having your own ambitions and knowing the purpose of why you want to get in a relationship and why you want to get in a relationship with that person is fucking important. And it's and it's one thing too, bro. I figured out. Like, bro, as a dude, be exciting. Be something she's never been been around. Cause you're 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 going out if you if you like cute girls, unless you're just dating the irrefute, which is weird. If you're just picking out girls who have no other options, because that way you're their only option. That is wild to me. But there's niggas that do that. I'm not finna knock them for it. This is not me. I just, I just don't understand purposefully getting with someone just because you're super attracted to them 
but you have no fucking flow. Like, do you want to be teammates, nigga? Like, do you feel you always need to take the last shot? Don't you think that's going to get fucking tiring? Don't you think that's going to get tiring? Because I feel like that's going to get fucking tiring. But shit, who am I? Who do I know? I don't know, man. It's just I was talking to one of my homeboys. And it's just like he's been with this girl a long ass fucking time. And it's just like they're not like years, I was like, bro, do you, like, obviously he wants to get married, she wants to get married, they probably want to get married to each other, but it's like, it seems like they're having the same issue over and over and over, like, they've been having the same issue for years, and it's like, dude, if the reason you're not marrying her is because of this, but she still hasn't gotten to the level of what you want her to be at when it comes to that issue and it's been the same issue for years get rid of her bro y'all are just going to be better off as friends because if it's not important enough for her for for her to not do this shit now it's not going to get better after you get married but if you still want to get married if you still get married cool bet You're gonna have to find someone else to, to start start over with. If you still wanna get married to her, then you cannot use that as an excuse of why you won't get married to. Like you can't. You can't be like, oh, I'm not gonna marry because I don't know. You don't do the dishes. Or Oh, not even that, but like, you're, you're, you're dirty. Like, you don't, you don't clean up well. Like, I'm always cleaning up after you. All right, then, my nigga, then you just, then either, and if she still hasn't after years learned to clean up after herself and stuff like that, then you got, whatever the fuck it is, that's not going to change when she gets, when y'all get married. That's going to, that's going to be a problem. And then you're going to be sitting there fucking mad and resenting her because you chose to marry her, but like, bro, just eat that. Either eat that, find a way around it, or find a way like, all right, cool, we're just gonna hire a maid service. If you wanna be slick with it, hire a sexy ass maid. Ooh, not a, that'll hire a sexy ass maid. Something, if you can, I don't know, but just, if that's the one thing. Like, oh, she doesn't shave her legs. Well, that's that's different. You got with her just non-leg shaving ass. But if she just started doing that shit because she got comfortable, yeah, that's different. But just like, I don't know, like, whenever y'all talk to each other, y'all start cussing each other out about any problem. Or her overall indecision. Or her lack of ambition. Or you don't think she'd be a good mother. Bro, if you don't think she'd be a good mother, cool. 
but then you can't and if y'all both want to have kids but you're like i want to have kids but i don't think you'd be a good mom all right then my nigga you're gonna either have to scrap this having kids shit or find someone and scrap this having kids shit be with her or or stop fucking with her because if it's just been years it's just like yo nope not doing it it's great as a girlfriend not as a wife cool i get that I don't know. I want everybody to be happy. And it's like, if it's that one thing, like anytime I would, like if I'm married, like when I got married, she was the thicker girl. She wanted to, you know, but she got like me, I would never leave a girl because she got big. Or if she got dangerous, if I would never skinny, leave a skinny girl because she's skinny. Like these are, these are things that you've committed to. And so if, that's the problem that you have with her. You can't flip like, oh, I thought I was cool with it. Now you're fucking connected to it before God and the government. I don't know. It, it, it kind of feels like a lot of these people don't want to really be, want people to have, be in a, in a loving, happily, happy relationship. They kind of just want to rule over them. And that's not going to get by anywhere. They just want to think, so like, do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to be happy in a relationship? Like, if you're not willing to make any compromises, all right, bet. But, like, a lot of these niggas sound like the bitches that they're mad at. They won't date an average man. You're not dating, looking for an average girl. You have OnlyFans models who make thousands upon thousands of dollars a month. You have Instagram chicks that have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers. Where's your, you know, regular chick? Because not every girl is like that, bro. Not every John is on that type of time. It's 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 you know not insulting, but like it's painful to see this shit. Super fucking painful. You have a lot of hurt people trying to help other hurt people but they haven't healed themselves yet or gotten anywhere near their way of healing has just been dominance it's not like I'm going to involve my teammates and, and get around better teammates you know what I'm saying and, and push myself to be a better teammate it's well I'm just going to take all the shots I'm going to take all the shots because I never want to lose again so I'm just going to take the shots it's like, no, my nigga, it's a team effort. It's not five on one, it's five on five. What you need to do is help your fucking teammates get better and go through that. Help your fucking teammates get better. Build them up to where you're comfortable kicking them the ball to where they'll make the last shot. To where they're not operating out of fear. So I don't want to mess up because the main main players gonna be mad at me like nah dude communicate and stop being a fucking sucker it is the it is the wildest most unnecessary shit seeing men trying to dominate women the women that they're supposed to love and be with who they want to love them and to be with them 
I've never, and again, this comes from my mom and dad. That's one thing I want to ask is like, how many, how many relationships like functional have you seen that you can kind of count to? Because Andrew Tate doesn't have a fucking girlfriend. He has a bunch of hoes that he's fucking. I mean, probably not now, but he's not married. Fresh and fit ain't married. None of these niggas that you, that these motherfuckers are praying to are meant. So it's like, do you want to be in a relationship or do you just want to fuck a lot of women and dominate the ones that you decide to fuck on a regular basis? Because we need to figure this shit the fuck out the right now. Like, oh, I won't date a girl if she takes her phone in the bathroom with her because she knows she's in there surfing for dick. Bro. Or she could just be looking at shit on her fucking phone. Like, you do not, like, some of these niggas don't deserve to have girlfriends. Hey, or or boyfriends. Like, oh, you want a pet? And it's like, and it's like, hey, what, what? And stop making these chicks call you daddy. That's fucking weird, dude. That's weird. It's fucking weird. You are a weirdo. You are mass weird, bro. Super weird. <coughs> Mega fucking weird. Like, uh, ye, yeesh. Please stop. Stop. Like, as a joke, like, stop un- Stop having these chicks unironically call you daddy. You deserve to, to get laughed at. That is just not cool. It's not cool. I don't know when you niggas thought it was cool. Don't call me daddy. I have daughters. They call me daddy. I have sons. They call me daddy. Like, probably dad, but like, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. I don't want them calling me daddy. I don't want any girl I'm with to call me daddy. Please don't. Don't call me daddy. Don't call me daddy. Unless I am paying child support to your mother, please don't call me daddy. I don't like that. I don't need that. Not in my life. Not at all. Like, I do not need that in my life. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't like it. Don't want it. Don't need it. Those are stressors that I am not trying to be fucking privy to. They're like, oh, don't kink shame. No, I'm fucking kink shaming. If you want your sexual partner to call you, to refer to you in a parental manner, you are a fucking weirdo. Super weird. Mega weird. Like, mondo crazy. Like, your girlfriend didn't call you daddy? No. I have a four-year-old and eight-year-old that currently call me daddy. I think that's all the daddy I need. Like, I'm Gucci. Super Gucci on um my sexual partner's calling me daddy. Kind of don't need that in my life. For, like, obvi reasons. Like super obvious reasons. 
but if you know you want your girl to call you daddy that's cool still weird but that's on you that's on you buddy that is on you that is fucking bonkers to me how we let that get thrown into the fucking mix like that's just in the ether no man you don't let you no don't call you daddy no nope nah nah don't I don't like it I don't like it at all Ugh. that's the greatest thing about I feel like my podcast y'all see me y'all hear me go through fucking shit and suss things out while I'm fucking talking so I don't know you all be easy uh, I'll probably post this later if not I want to add somebody else to it I don't know but I'll be back okay so had to run in pick some up from the store it was cool so on a positive note I did stand up Saturday I like stand up actually had a pretty I didn't so I didn't do what I usually do when I do a set is I find one person to make that I make laugh early and I focus on making them laugh the entire time so it's like a conversation and that's just for me and that's something I discovered I feel more comfortable doing and I feel like my sets go better when I do that I just find one person Excuse me. I get a nice chuckle out of them. Bet. That's what I'm fucking with the entire time. And, yeah, it's dope. I dig it. I like it. I, uh... Sad one. I don't I don't remember all my set, but I remember the first was like... I don't know if anyone else has thought about this. I'm pretty sure it's me. And I, was like, I don't know why anybody else would think about this. Y'all white. I was like, if I would could go to if I go to hell, I would rape King Leopold II. And just everybody just like, what the fuck? Did he start with a rape joke right out the gate? Was, and then I go into my bit that's kind of tried and true. I think this is the first time I've ever used like tried and true. Because what happened was there's a lot of a lot. There's probably like 20 people there. Uh, eight of which were comics. So there's a couple people that just weren't there for comedy. We just happened to be comedy at a time that they were there. And so, that was fucking fun. It was cool. And just somebody like, yeah. Uh, it was cool. I like it. I like I like being up there. I like performing. I super like rapping. Like, that is my favorite art form. I think I talked about this. I just want to say it again. I like rapping, bro. I've heard some beats that have fucking inspired me. And it's just, oh man, I love it. And I want to, not a, hopefully I've been a, I've been in a very blessed space job search wise. I've gotten a lot of good feedback. I started my other, I had an orientation at this warehouse. It was actually paying me kind of good. Um, I started yesterday, because today, Wednesday, so yeah, I started yesterday. And I go back because I have more orientation. I go back next Tuesday, so I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, and I'm, you know, it's a hard job, but it pays. 
And I think once I get into the swing of it, take it back. Once I get in the swing of waking up at four o'clock in the fucking morning, I'll be good. But I, I you know, I want to be able to record and put out my own project. So I'm pretty sure it's going to cost me on the low end, a thousand bucks. Because I want to do five. Seven, if I'm really feeling it. But I want to, yeah, yeah, seven should be cool. Do seven strong fucking tracks. And just release it. And that's just something I can have out there. Whether people like it, don't like it, it is what it is. Like, I don't mind being judged on that. Like, for for that. Like, I really want to see how it goes. Because I, I love rap, dude. I love making music. I love putting pen to paper. Uh, I think I'm good at it. I like what I say. I like how I perform, but I, I just want to put it out there. If something happens, something happens. I doubt it. Put it out there, you know, push it a little bit. And see where it goes. But I, yeah, I, that's one of, my, my, one of my plans for the summer. Because I have so much shit already. I guess I just need to pick beats. But writing to write and writing for a specific project. And you know what, though? I felt inspired because I've been feeling loved lately. And that's a good fucking feeling. I've been feeling very loved lately, just all around. And, you know, I just I want to be able to do something with that. Yeah, man, this is. I just want to get a few things off my chest today. But thank you all for listening to Chaos Therapy. I'm Layton Jordan. You all have an excellent day.